Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our second annual summer road tour powered by Echo, Kohler Engines, Site One, and Nice Job. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Wake Talia Pharaoh. I am here with Kevin. He works for the big boys over there at Rupert. And uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing Kevin's story because not only does he work for Rupert, but I believe you guys do commercial, pure, pure commercial. So there's a little leeway there to cut Sweet Sue's yard on Saturday and you got your own little side hustle. And you used to work for Naylor. So I want to hear what it is like to work at Clean Cut Lawn Care for Naylor Talia Pharaoh. Really looking forward to diving into your story, Kevin. And having a great time here at Lake Taliaferro. Thanks to Echo, Kohler Engine, Site One, and nice job for giving us the opportunity to get out here on the road. And uh, thanks again to Naylor's family. This has just been a very hospitable um, lake living here, having a great time. Also, we want to say thank you to GPS Track It. They're a brand new sponsor of ours. And they have a device that they sent me that you put into the OBD port of your vehicle. What this does is it tracks everything, all the behavior from the driver. And so now you can, if you, let's say you have five fleets, you can let your employees know, Hey, we're figuring out where you are. Not, not in a bad way, but you know, you can let them know in the professional way that we do track where you're at, how fast you're going. And it gives you more and more detail than just that. But if someone's driving and they realize that if it's 55 miles per hour and they're used to going 75, cause they want to go home and see their wife, well, if they're being watched, then they're probably going to hopefully go under the speed limit, especially and they actually shared a story on his podcast one time when one of his ploys, maybe it was you, Kevin, maybe it was you. And if it is, forgive me, but he was in a neighborhood and one of his employees comes flying through and, and you know, women are, are sensitive with their kids at the bus stop and things like that. And here it is clean cut, you know, and, oh, Naylor's just like, can I go hide right now? And so GPS track, it can do more than just watch your, um, employees, behavior as they drive. Uh, but that's just one of the many, many, many benefits. We'll um, be interviewing them soon and uh, super appreciate them uh, sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast. So without further ado, kick it over to Mr. Producer and the ATL. And coming up, we're going to hear from Kevin what it's like to work for Rupert, what it's like to work for Clean Cut Lawn Care. Stay tuned. More from Lake Talia Farrell coming right up. Sí, esto es solo un trabajo Y ustedes son solo algunos amigos disfrutando de los colores de otoño El Eco PB9010 Es simplemente el soplador de mochila más potente del mundo Echo, power on and on Growing your landscaping business often comes down to finding the right equipment to help you stay and become more productive From now through October 31st 
Site One Landscape Supply has financing options as low as 0% for 48 months on select Lesco spreaders, truck-mounted sprayers, and powered renovation equipment, including aerators and overseeders. Lesco equipment is durable and designed to help your company grow all year long. Visit siteone.com slash Lesco financing for terms and to apply today. Offer subject to credit approval. Not all customers will qualify. Hello, it's Marty. Question for you. Don't you want to be the top-rated business in your area? Sure you do. Use NiceJob to get two to three times more reviews and outshine your competitors. NiceJob's simple automated tools will save you time and money while getting you the social proof that you need to grow your business. Learn more and start your free trial at NiceJob.com. That's NiceJob.com. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Kohler, powering your profitability since 1920. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I wish we could give you the aroma of Naylor's special recipe chicken in the background. <laughs> we are here at Naylor's waterfront property with Kevin from Rupert. Yes, sir. How you doing? You've today? been around town, man. I, Naylor was giving me your biography, and oh, I really? lost. I lost track. Used to work. <laughs> used to work at Clean Cut. Yeah, I did. I started working for myself a few um, about what nine, ten years ago, and okay. then I saw Naylor was posting for a job opening. Um, back in 2018, so I decided to work for him to kind of learn from him for a little bit. So I was kind of like a crewman laborer underneath him. And then one of my buddies, he was an irrigation technician for Rupert Landscape, and they needed what we call field managers or supervisors. Uh, now, Rupert, foreman. you guys are in Atlanta too, aren't you? I feel like yes, uh, yes, Russell Skipper used to work for them. Yeah, we're in we're in Atlanta. I mean, we're in Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, Texas, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Delaware right now. So they got to be in that top 100. Yeah, we are, I think last year we were here, the seventh largest in the company. Okay. I mean, in the country, excuse me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so we're, I think we were, we breached, I mean, a couple of years ago, we breached 200 million in overall revenue, and now we're about 200, uh, uh, 210, 2015, we'll probably be even more this year, so. Okay, and you guys are doing the full spectrum, lawn maintenance, landscape installations, irrigation, yeah. fertilizer, weed control, well, not the fertilizer we control. Okay. Usually, well, it depends. Like, so Rupert has multiple branches in each state. Okay. Um, some states and some regions they do their own irrigation. Some of them are trying to experiment with doing their own fertilization and weed control. Um, for, for the most part, they do landscape maintenance, landscape installation. Um, some areas they decide, oh, we're just going to subcontract our fertilization and weed control out to like Scotts or some other local company. Well, Scotts, excuse me, True Green. Yeah. Or Virginia Green, whatever is there. And irrigation do the same thing with as well. They're trying to go the direction of doing more things in house. Um, like for instance, Richmond 
Rupert was the first brand were the first branches to do their own inst- inside irrigation. Oh wow! Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like north, like other regions in other areas started doing the same thing, and try to copy that because they realized how effective it was, and we had our own in-house control. So as time goes on, I think we're, we we were kind of going that direction, depending on what happens but we'll, we'll see yeah walk us through kevin this is so intriguing to talk to someone who works for a top 10 company because a lot of guys you know yesterday i was down at uh, alex kirby's he has a uh, 25 employees okay you know, 1.5 million plus a year uh revenue i was at kyle perkins in north carolina last night 25 employees you know pushing you know that two million dollar mark and then you get to a company that's um 10 times that no, a no, hundred times that <laughs> to get to 200 million from, you know, a $2 million company to a 200 plus million dollar company. I'm not good at math. That's a hundred times. I, it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's been a long so, day. So anyway, so math either. <laughs> my point is the, the structure, the, you can grasp 25 employees. I mean, you could all stand in the same room and know everyone's names. Oh yeah. $200 million. I want to hear the structure, the foundation. How, how do you guys do it? Because obviously they sustained it year after year and, and are precise with their numbers. So, so I give mean, us behind the scenes. I mean, kind of, do you want to kind of the backstory of the company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead, what led up to that? So, yeah. Back in the, in the 1970s, Craig Rupert, our founder, and he's our CEO, and he's still very involved with the company, a man who I've met multiple times. Really? Yeah. I, um, He's he's still very active. Um, when I especially like, I would go up to corporate. I went to what we call like cash training, which is for leadership training, knowledge training. And he would teach a class, like half the day, teach a class. He'd shake the hand. I remember sitting there one day after training, having a beer with him and some of the executives of the company. A very very kind human being. Very. What kind of dead. beer does he drink? What's up, I, Will Rice? I mean, he's mostly he uh, honestly is like just like Bud Light, Miller Light. They got some local okay, craft I didn't up know there if he in was Maryland. Doing fancy schmancy. I mean, stuff. They, they got some Will. Lo- what's up, bro? Good to see you, man. Did you bring the woman? Uh, she might come by. Okay. Cool. Will Rice in the house, guys. We're in Naylor's backyard. Upgrade from last year, huh? <laughs> yeah. They can't hear you, Will, without your uh, without your uh, headset, specialized headset. But anyway, yeah. uh, you're, you're drinking beer with, with the owner. Yeah, CEO yeah. Of so, yeah, but he started the company when he was in college looking for just extra money as just like a push mower, a couple push mowers, a truck. And this is in the 70s doing lawn care and landscape maintenance. And... Back in the 80s, I think he decided to go full-time with it. So they bought some, this story is, and there's a photo of it where he took a loan out and bought a bunch of used Ford and Toyota pickup trucks. And that was like the first official fleet. It was like seven old beat-up trucks. Yeah. And the guys lined up were actually future executives of the company. Like, I think wow. like, I think one of them was a guy named Ken Thompson who recently retired. Um, there's a few other people who, who uh, were, you know, they've, they've retired, but they were, helped grow the company. Yeah. And they decided to grow it and develop it. And they were in Maryland. And so they grew it back then and they decided to branch out. And that was the first thing they did was create branches. And when they decided to branch out, they created four branches because they had work in Maryland and Virginia. They had what was called Virginia, I mean, I'm sorry, Maryland Landscape Maintenance, which was like the, like the maintenance side, like doing the mowing, the trimming, small install work, things like that. And Maryland Landscape Construction, which is where they did heavier duty, massive, you know, landscape construction projects that were hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they did the same thing in Virginia, where they created Virginia Landscape mm-hmm. and Virginia um, Construction. Okay. And they still structure like that these days. The construction branches and the maintenance branches are two separate. Where construction, I believe, takes on any work that's over $50,000 a year. Okay. 
um, that's an install, a massive install job. Mm-hmm. Um, or we call enhancements work, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, because it's e- extra work above what is in the contract. Yep. So through that process, they started acquiring other companies. They acquired, like Green Thumb was one company. They started getting more into Pennsylvania. They bid the 1996 uh, Olympics. To Georgia. In Georgia, yes. That's how they got into Georgia and got work down there. And I think when they bought Green Thumb, that's how they got into North Carolina. And when they got into Richmond, they bought a company called... Oh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it was it was here for a landmark. It was a company that was in Richmond. They bought Landmark, and that's how they got into Richmond originally. In fact, the regional manager for Richmond became the branch worked for Landmark and became the branch manager in Richmond for Rupert back then. And that's how Rupert came back. Well, in 1998, Rupert, which was about 700 someone employees, because of them buying these other companies, growing and bidding, sold out to uh, what was called True Green Landcare. Now they're just called Landcare, and that was in 98. Well, they had a non-compete clause and because of the way things were kind of going and they were still kind of like consultants, like the main management team were still consultants for True Green Landcare and they didn't like the direction it was going. The customers didn't like the direction it was going. So they came back in the industry in 2008 and they started again. They started a branch in Laytonsville, Maryland. They started from scratch? Well, they still, they, they started at scratch again when the non-compete started okay. off. So they when start, it ended? When it ended, yes. Yeah, excuse okay. me. When the non-compete ended in 2003, they started, again, Maryland Maintenance, Maryland Landscape Construction, which is in Laytonsville, and then Virginia Landscape Maintenance, Landscape Construction in Gainesville, Virginia. Okay. So from there, they just basically started selling work in the areas they were in. Maryland eventually got, which is the big area, it was like in Baltimore, Forestville, and they started splitting the branches. As the branches grew and developed, they kind of split the work, mm-hmm. created another facility, sent a facility closer to where that work is at. Like, let's say they're based out of Laytonsville, but they're doing work in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Well, they decided, let's just create a branch for all the work out in Maryland and have it kind of be its own sustaining, self-sufficient unit with man- with the management team, multiple crews, um, have a shop there with a shop manager who can take care of all the equipment and be its own, just basically own sustaining shop and so throughout all this it kind of grew by doing that process they also started reaching back into areas where they had previous customers like they went back to north carolina mm-hmm. they went back to um what is it uh georgia as well pennsylvania and just, just kind of started growing from there and they got into texas because there was so much construction work out in texas that they kept sending crews out to do because the construction crews will work everywhere they work up in the upper northeast mm-hmm. they'll work down in florida they'll work out even oklahoma They'll, they'll, so they had so much work in Texas, they said, let's just build a branch there in Texas because that's where our customers are working. So they kind of grew and developed because of where the customers are based at that wanted us. So Into $200 million. Well, guys, we're going to hear more with Kevin, uh, the Rupert story, and, and even a broader, um, you know, your, your work. You've been in this industry for a minute now, and I want to hear what you're learning along the way. So we'll have more with Kevin coming right up as the Green Industry Podcast right. Summer Road Tour rolls on. Thanks. You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? The HardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab. 
from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying, no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com gps track it makes managing your driver vehicles and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes with gps track it you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Trackit has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. All right, guys, we are back with Kevin. He has quite the experience because he has his own company, works for Rupert, done residential, done commercial. You've seen about it all in this industry. So what have you learned? Because we got a lot of guys that listen to our show that are newbies. Yeah. They're, we call them Chuck in the Truck. Shout out to the real Chuck, Charles Triplett. There's a real <laughs> guy named Chuck in the Truck. But that's kind of our, our fictitious name as well for guys that are just getting started. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. But you you got some um, expertise you've learned along the way. Yeah. So. I mean, if there's anything I would tell people who are starting out, number one, just start small. And number two, and and some people may think this is, may go against what everybody else tells you, but I do recommend if you are starting out, work for somebody who's got a lot more experience to go work for a company because you'll learn a lot more through that. Because there was a lot I was just trying to figure out when I started out because I was just working for myself. Mm -hmm. And I made a lot of mistakes because no one had taught me the right path. I was just, it's like trial and error. And I think a lot of guys figured that out. But when you work under somebody or yeah. you have kind of a mentor or somebody who can just take you under his wing and show you everything you need to do, you can get kind of a broader picture of how things can be done. And there's a lot of guys in this industry, especially who work for these, these um, like, like, like the Ruperts, the Landcares, the Brave Views, your bigger companies who've been in this industry for 30 some odd years, if not longer. So they've seen it for when it was, this industry was in its infancy, ultimately the massive growth and development it is today. I mean, they've seen the technology change where back then it was nothing but push mowers and belt drives they're using to cut grass to now you got like the 30 inch push mowers, you got hydro drive mowers, you got uh, standards, riders, you got even the robo mowers coming out now. Um, they've seen that change. They've seen the software development come in. They've seen, yeah, they've seen how in that amount of time, what changes you got to be ready for that or the mistakes that have been made. So the first thing I would tell people is find somebody or work for somebody who's got a lot of experience and knows what they're doing. The second thing is if you're going to work for yourself, 
start small and kind of don't jump the shark. Don't go in and buy and, and, you know, try to get as much work as you can. Like, don't try to get these big multi-acre properties where you don't have the equipment to do it. <laughs> I did that. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I, I nearly did it a couple of times, too. And I went, what was I thinking? Uh, uh, I, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I got a, nothing but a 36 walk behind, but I'm going to go and get this, like, you know, 10-acre property where I need a 72. It's like, no, please don't do that. But start small, you know. Like, if you in like if you get, like, this 15 yards your first year, 15 properties your first year, that's that's okay. You're still trying. And you get, you know, maybe 20 the next year. Because my biggest fault I made was I was always comparing myself to other people and how they were growing and developing. Well, a lot of that is, number one, a lot of people like to BS you a lot. And they're like, oh, yeah, I got, like, 150 yards by myself, you know, and all I got is a, a, a Toro Grandstand and a, the Toyota Tacoma. It's like, no, you don't. You start start realizing after a while how much people just like to to BS you a lot, whereas the guys who are like more realistic with you and kind of just tell like it is, it's like, oh, well, that guy's pretty accurate. Everyone talks a big game. They do. And then when you realize it behind the the windows, you're like, well, this guy's a moron. Um, And, you know, (laughs) he is. It's like this guy doesn't know know a damn thing. He's... he's, and I mean, I, I I don't even try to say I'm the best thing on the planet, but I mean, I I know what I have, and I just tell it like it is, and that's how it should be. But you know, don't don't compare yourself to other people as well, and where they're at, because you could be starting out and just trying to make what work best for you and what time you have. And you know, you could have fewer properties than some other people. You could be making more money than they are because they could be just lowballing like nobody's business. Their equipment overhead is through the roof, or their personnel overhead is insane. So you overall, you you. Could, if you have less and you're doing more with it, more power to you. I mean, it's, it's whatever works best for you. Just go with it. I mean, if you like running your business the way you do and it's successful and it's growing, or even if it's not growing, you just like it where it's at. And that's great. If you like using X, Y, and Z equipment, just do it. Don't second guess yourself. Um, don't rely, don't compare yourself to others. Just do what works for you. And yeah, I guess that's the best advice I can give people who are just starting out for right now. Yeah. If I could go back, Kevin, what you said, cause I, I had my friend, Jamie, she's a Georgia certified landscape professional. They're doing these dry Creek river beds and, and just landscape installs, right. banging them out day after day after day. I didn't know all that. I, I couldn't point, she could point at any little bush tree flower and, and tell you exactly what it is. Just phenomenal. Um, Georgia certified landscape professional. And she worked with a lady named Shannon and they worked in the most exotic houses. And I got an offer to go work with them. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, 15 bucks an hour or something like that. And I was like, Psh, I ain't doing that. I I'm booked out. You know, I got all this work and I'm sitting out there, you know, doing homes, cutting grass. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, Jamie now she, they make so much money off, you know, they got the little Toro Dingo and Arger bit and they, they just plant mm-hmm. and they make so much money. And I could have got, even though it would have been a year, I would have only made a little bit of money. I would have got all that education and understanding on these big jobs and been able to do that faster to where I just, I left so much money on the table. So it's a pride thing. I was like, I'm not going to go work for someone else. I'm going to do, I'm on my own business. But in hindsight, I would have at least done a summer with under Jamie. I've worked with her before, but like actually every day going and just learning with the intention that I'm not going to do that forever. But I, I think that's a valid point. Yeah, uh, I, if the op- right opportunities there. Yeah, I, had, I have a good friend of mine. Um, he actually started at Rupert, and he was working at Rupert just doing landscape maintenance, and he learned a lot uh, right out of college. He started with them um, doing maintenance as a, as a foreman, as a field manager. And then after that, he went to go work for James River Nurseries, 
where he started learning install work, how to do installs, how to do enhancements, construction, things like that. So he learned a lot. And now he's on his own doing it. He's doing very well for himself or he's making good money. I mean, he's pricing, you know, 20, 30, even $40,000 install jobs right now for people. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one thing I never really got into is the installs thing because on the maintenance side and the mowing side, there's just too many toys I love. I mean, yeah. just to be honest, it's just, I, I want, I want to get into it eventually, but with timing and the way my life is, it's just, it's too much, but taking that time to learn everything and kind of just, you know, taking a step back right now and slowing down a little bit right now for a better result in the long term can help you out significantly. Yeah. So I always recommend that if you have the opportunity to do that, go for it. Um, like, especially if it, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, you may say, well, I don't want to make this kind of money that, well, you know, you're not going to be there forever. It's only temporary. Um, and in the knowledge you gain doing that is going to pay off in the long run. Yeah. Russell Skipper worked with Rupert, Rupert for a while. And, um, he's a friend of mine in Monroe, Georgia, crushing it, um, profit margin wise, but this company is phenomenal. He, he does fertilization, fertilization, we control landscape enhancements, but he, he knows what he's doing and he's, right. he's maximizing his profits. Very, very professional company at, from top to bottom. And, but he got trained working with the big boys, putting in his time. And then when he branched off, he didn't make a lot of those rookie mistakes. So Yeah, and I think that's one thing with, that I give Rupert a lot of credit. You will learn a lot because they do put a lot of time and, and money into training the personnel, especially it comes to not just uh, like landscape, but manage, managing your guys, managing your people, when to make calls of, you know, what, what you should be looking for in your guys, even the, yeah. the small detail things like, I remember my regional manager was talking to me one day when I was, um, I was like, hey, I had a hard time finding people or finding good people. He goes, when you interview them, um, after, like when you're done with the interview, before you, well, before you finish up the interview, but you're done asking them questions, walk them around the shop, walk them around the office, the yard. Yeah. Um, if they get excited or if they start moving real quick or they get into it, that's the type of guy you want. Yep. But if it's somebody who's just like like nudging along or he's not asking any questions yeah. <laughs> or he's just kind of like there, it looks like he just came out of a night of partying or whatever. It's like, you, yep. you don't want that guy. You know, you, you can make that call right there. And he had a point. Yeah. So, you know, that's one, one of the things you learn there or you learn, you know, you learn a lot about horticulture, which I uh, like, why do you cut fescue at such a height? Yep. And why you cut fescue, you know, fescue, you know, four or five inches in the summer? Yep. Or why do you... um I mean, why do you, you know, you hand prune certain bushes instead yep. of shearing these bushes? What do customers look at when they go, especially commercial customers, when you're on a site, what their eyes and attention are to compared to what you would look at? Yep. Because you want to look at the property through their perspective and not what you traditionally know. So, and that was one thing I knew, learned when I was going from residential to commercial was it's a huge gap and a huge jump of what people want. And it's, it's much different. So, but once you learn it and learn what the customer's perspective is and just what's important, how to schedule jobs, it becomes, it, it's, it makes life so much easier. Awesome. Well, Kevin, I really appreciate you joining us on the show. Well, thank I know you for having me. I we're going to keep it. this show moving and I uh, grab some dinner and uh, I want to get a group picture too with everyone. So, right. um, Stacy, you going to the bathroom? Okay. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. <laughs> All, right. All right. On that note, we'll kick it back All to right, the best thanks, producer in the biz. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thanks, Kevin, for sharing your expertise with us, going from residential to commercial, smaller companies, huge companies, your own company. You definitely have a lot to bring to the table. And uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time. I know you kind of waited around. We've had like 10 episodes because Naylor just knocked it out of the park. I told him I was coming to town and here he goes, you know, inviting all of Richmond, it seems like, to come out to his barbecue here on the lake. And I'm grateful. Trust me, guys, when you do a podcast, I don't think you realize how much time, energy, effort, I put in and then Mr. Producer, he is real. <laughs> and, uh, we had uh, Cody earlier in the night. He's like, I think I used to think Mr. Producer is not real. Well, the word's out. He's real. He uh, produces my show, Caleb Allman's show, Naylor's show, Fullerton show, Tim Schmoyer's show, the Fence Industry podcast show. And uh, I, I don't know how how uh, Mr. Producer's accountant's got to be like looking at his money. He's like, what happened? You know, his, his income probably skyrocketed and uh, good for him, man. He, he serves our community so well and uh, we appreciate everything he does to make these shows sound great. But I say all that to say it does help when you're interviewing somebody in person. It just adds a different atmosphere and a different audio quality and all of that uh, together. I try to do as much of these as possible and it can be difficult when I go out on tour and then I set up and I, I do the interview and I tear down and I drive to the next city. Well, Naylor made it so easy for me because I just able to set up and then bang out. I don't even know, Kevin. I think we've done like 10 or 11 podcasts tonight and uh, I still got to go drive to North Carolina. So it's it's been a lot of fun uh, here at Lake Taliaferro. Thanks to our show sponsors. You guys can look in today's episode notes and find the links to Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, the Hardscape Academy, GPS Track, and of course, Echo Kohler Site 1 and a nice job. And uh, did I say Kohler Engines? I, I, I can't remember, guys. Just this has been a crazy, crazy tour. There you will all be there. Any sponsor you ever hear on the show, uh, Mr. Producer puts the link to their website or to their app in the show notes. You can just click on that and it'll take you where you need to go to connect with them. And it definitely helps when you support the sponsors that support the show. Uh, any chance you get to, to give them business, it's, it's a big way to say thank you for what they do for our industry. And uh, last but not least, speaking of the industry, the largest trade show guys in our industry is coming up in October. We've had a taste of it tonight. It's been, um, I heard Naylor say it's like a mini GIE out here. It really is. Uh, just you know, minus 20,000 people, but we're having a blast just talking shop, talking business, enjoying each other's fellowship and, and hanging around entrepreneurs, small business owners that actually get the grind, get the hustle, get what it takes to run a profitable business. And uh, it, it's iron and sharpening iron. So we do that on a more grander scale, October 20th through 22nd, 2021. And uh, it's in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And you can save yourself a 50% off discount if you use the promo code Paul, that link will be in the show notes as well. And uh, go ahead, get registered, call up the hotel you want to stay at. Do not stay at the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> oh, man. I, I actually met, I have to hold our story for another. I got to save my voice for tomorrow. I'll tell the Red Roof Inn. I, I, I've never told this Red Roof Inn story. I, there's a Red Roof Inn story that I've never told on the air yet that I'm about to I'm about to share. Just stay tuned to the Green Industry Podcast, folks. And I think I might tell that story now that we're so far removed from the... Uh, interesting experience. So, JE Plus Expo, register today. Promo code Paul saves you 50% off. We'll be back on the next one, guys. Hit that follow button and take a gander through the episode notes. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Thanks again to Nice Job, Site One. 
Kohler engines, and Echo for powering our second annual summer road tour. And don't forget to smash that follow button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.